With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in to the after show, folks. It's the show after the show. That's why we call it the after show. See what we did there? Very creative. Using all the high-powered folks here to make those things happen. We really just started this because there's just never enough time, 9 to 10 in one hour, to get through everything, to get through it all. And so we needed another place. People said, Hey, give us more. They demanded it. So we're doing just that, giving the people what they want. All part of the after show today. Uh, a couple of uh, uh, folks, dynamic duo. Matter of fact, these two, I I guess I have to take full responsibility, actually met on this very show together. Uh, Tammy Clark and Kristen Megan, uh, welcome in today. We <laughs> appreciate you guys being here with us. And this is an action-packed power panel here today, uh, folks. There's big news. No more masks. My OSHA, a lot of people were wondering what was going to happen when all of this kind of finally started to, to fizzle out and the governor said, okay, we're moving forward. Um, and we really, we, July 1st was the original date, then she moved it up. And, of course, you know, she's got an election. So she, she's got to kind of get things moving in the right direction and uh, open the state back up. We had our little bit of an Independence Day celebration the other day. Uh, but there were questions. What about Myosha? Because people that, that, that go to work in certain places still had to, they were being required to wear masks. And there were a lot of questions about still some confusion here to clear that up. Both Tammy and Kristen, thank you so much for being here with us today, guys. And just to give you a little bit of the background and qualifications, this uh, deal with masks and everything else with Myosha, this is their wheelhouse. This is the stuff that they have worked with for years. And in fact, months ago, when we had questions about masks and PPE and all of these issues, we went to these guys and uh, were able to discover uh, their qualifications. And they've come on various times to give us the details. So when you say things like, you know, well, I'm going to trust the doctor. Well, the doctor deals with folks like Kristen and Tammy when the doctor or hospitals or any workplace that you're talking about an industrial commercial setting, wherever it might be, healthcare, what PPE, what masks folks should be wearing, how they should be protected, they all deal with industrial hygienists. These are people like Kristen and Tammy whose little life work job it is to figure these things out. So we're talking to the experts because, you know, We've one thing we've learned over the last year, it's trust the experts. So welcome in, ladies. We appreciate you both being here with us today. Good morning. Yeah. Thank it, you, Justin. It's it's a pleasure and, and and thank you so much for taking the time to set some of this straight for a lot of folks. So let's talk about where we are and literally what happened uh, yesterday with Myosha. 
Jamie, you can go ahead and lead with this if you want. Okay. Yes, we um, we had a rescission yesterday by MIOSHA and by the uh, MDHHS, the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, of the emergency orders. Now, this is very important because any of these mandates, any executive orders, mandates, things like that, they can only be enforced if they are based on a state of emergency. Mm. And when, when you have uh, the regulatory agencies rescinding and lifting all of the mandates, then there's nothing that's enforceable anymore. So um, even, even though Kristen and I were saying, look, these mandates are not based on a true state of emergency, um, show me the data, right? Show me the science, show me the data. Um, there was no data that ever was produced that Governor Whitmer, even though we had FOIA'd the information and the requests, um, there was no data, no science, no information that proved there was a true state of emergency. So mm. now, all, now that all these mandates have been lifted, um, there is nothing that can be enforced, even legally in the courts. There's nothing enforceable with these mandates. So no more mandates, but what happens when, let's say, I, I go to work and my place where I work is saying, well, you still got to wear a mask or you got to, you know, uh, jump through some sort of hoops. And, and I don't know if it's testing or or self-reporting on an app or something where I answer some questions. Uh, wh what happens with that? Go ahead, Kristen. Well, I have to apologize. I just got a text message about Kent County Health Department still pushing masks. So oh, I got a little distracted there because that is mind blowing because Kent County is huge. And I'm glad that we're here when I got that news because we definitely need to address that. Yeah. What did that say? What, what's the what's the statement? Um, so on the Kent County Health Department's Facebook page, they just released a graphic um, in which they are saying when you should wear a mask. And it says, you know, inside versus outside. And it's still as it actually has a time, a stamp of last updated 622 of 21. And it's still basically saying um, if you're fully vaccinated, you can take it off. But if not, then you still need to wear one. Um, and I just don't understand how these health departments think they have any jurisdiction to continue um, these dangerous mandates or recommendations when there's no agency above them strong arming them to do so yeah i yeah. I, I want to add on that kent county can i add to that a ab absolutely so kent county health department released an email i have this email from the director of the health department to the kent isd all the schools in kent county that there is no mandate for masks for children it is a recommendation um, the World Health Organization does not recommend that children get vaccinated. And because children are not vaccinated, they are trying to strong arm and keep them in masks and they're not wanting to drop these mandates. Mm. However, this is the one segment of our population, these children that deal with COVID very well. COVID yeah. is not an issue for children. Mm -hmm. More children die from suicides than they die from COVID. And so there's no science behind this. There's no um, state of emergency behind this. When you have the Kent County Health Department telling the schools, it's just a recommendation. It's not a mandate. In fact, all of this at this point is just recommendation. Why are we still going along with this? It's very frustrating. I think the problem with it is though, is that it's exactly why we're here today. A lot of people, Tammy and I understand the legal, legal language of shall, will, can. Mm -hmm. um, when you're saying recommending, a lot of superintendents and a lot of parents don't understand that that's not saying that you sh you must 
And that's where the disconnect is. Why are you even recommending something um, that we know through multiple avenues does not do what it's claimed to do? And this is what's happening. There's so much misinformation. There's so much tricky words. And most people understand what the term recommended means. But people see this and they, when they see like, so in part of our profession, on a side note, we deal with visuals. So actually there's rules about not having too many visuals because people don't read them. But they do things like this. See at the bottom um, right-hand corner with that health department stamp, people will not read where it says recommended. They'll just see that this is coming from a health department. It's not just a social media graphic, you know, mm -hmm. for recommendations. This is, it's almost like mental manipulation. This is what they do. So it's important, like Tammy said, and I know Tammy's posted about this many times recently. It, it really just it. adds to the confusion of, of, of everything. Yes. And if anything, over the last year or 15 months, what we've seen is this mass confusion that causes more issues uh, and, and really hurts more than it helps. Yes, and I have said many times, Justin, you and I were just talking about this earlier, that this governor, Governor Whitmer, has single-handedly created so much confusion in the state of Michigan. And, and the reason is she is, like Kristen said, trying to mentally manipulate people by weaponizing these regulatory agencies mm. of MIOSHA, of MDHHS. When the state Supreme Court slapped her hand and told her to basically knock it off, quit trying to override the legislature and rule the state unilaterally as a dictator, uh, they basically told her, go back and work with the legislature. And all she did, she just simply pivoted and she went and started doing the exact same thing, completely ignoring and overriding the legislature by weaponizing MIOSHA and MDHHS to, to continue to control us. But she's controlling us, not with science and data, not by, by providing facts and saying you need to do this truly for safety and healthy health reasons. There's no, this is not about safety and health. It is about control. Kristen's exactly right. This is mental manipulation. Um, and it's through a lot of the graphics and the visuals and the, the constant, the drip campaign. The, I mean, you can't turn on the radio or listen to, um, you know, news, podcasts, whatever. And you're constantly hearing where you can get your vaccine, wear your mask, mask up. Um, and that is all uh, psychological warfare designed to make people think that there's a true danger out there. And if I don't mask up and if we don't follow these recommendations, then we're going to be guilty of killing people. That's really what's been going on. Well, you guys have talked about it before, so we don't need to spend a lot of time on it. But the effectiveness of masks, uh, we know now uh, even Fauci uh, mentioned in emails uh, to colleagues back at the very beginning of this uh, that largely this has been about theater of making people feel like they had sort of some sort of control uh and uh you've also uh, questioned not just the effectiveness of those masks but also maybe the dangers of of uh of wearing them in a lot of cases we have these blanket uh policies that have gone into place that the kids kids have to wear the masks and we sit out in oregon not only while they're uh, inside, but outside, and while they're running in a track meet, one girl passes out. I mean, we've got the video of this, and they had to, they had to completely go back and and change up uh, their policy there as as this this started happening. So so these things are important. We looking at this graphic as as you mentioned, and I'm looking at it now. It is troubling from the Kent County Health Department. Um, I don't know who from their social media approves this, puts it up. I don't know the policy. I have heard stories about social media, specifically 
uh, with the Kent County Health Department. It's not always something that is actually approved by the health department. It's something that some social media uh, person puts up or some communications person puts up, and they have just as ma- about as much health experience as, as uh, any uh, a- average uh, person does. They they wouldn't necessarily know. Who knows even, uh, you know, this says last updated 622, but at the end of the day, uh, recommendations, these are recommendations in the small print versus this is what we should be doing, this is what we shouldn't be doing. Is masking, uh, it's, it just seems like something that I, at the end of the day we should be able to move forward from. Why does it continue to be such a big deal here, though? Well, I think that it's a big deal because, sadly, I've had situations in my profession where we've identified, not me, but people before me, have possibly implemented the wrong controls or didn't conduct the proper health risk assessments. Mm. And then when the next IH comes in behind them, it goes, whoa. They were wearing the wrong things. And then people will say, well, we can't tell them we had the wrong things uh, recommended or the unions will be mad and this and that. I think it's that they cannot backpedal. Mm. But here's the irony. Here's the backhanded way that they're admitting they knew they were wrong. At the very start of this, if you remember, Justin, when Tammy and I both came on at different times, all the speeches we've given, all the media we've done, we have said from day one, open doors, open windows, go outside If you're in a building, consult with someone like us, along with an engineer, to determine how you can adjust your HVAC systems and your filtration systems to make sure that you're gathering more outside air to the inside and having those increased air exchanges. People like MyOSHA, CalOSHA, and even FedOSHA are talking about how now under these emergency, um, I don't want to say standards, but they're just kind of like emergency emphasis programs. Mm -hmm. They're saying you must have based on your business type, certain air exchanges, you must have these engineering controls. And if you're familiar with that hierarchy, we've talked about many times, that engineering control is right at the top. So why we jump down here, this isn't just, oh, we've been granted the ability to not have to wear them anymore. No, we need to go back and find out why they went straight to that. Was this about um, seeing what we were willing to comply with. This is about somebody financially benefiting from this. Um, that's debatable since people made their own masks, but they know they were wrong and they know that there's more people behind the scenes in our professions saying, excuse me, this will never pass public comment if you ever try to make this permanent. And it's kind of like, look at all the Project Veritas stuff. I bet, I wonder if there will be an OSHA person that's embedded in OSHA that is kind of filming these meetings. Mm. That would be That would be a doozy. We are getting uh, new uh, pictures out now. Um, This was posted on Facebook earlier today about uh, a certain university here in West Michigan, Western Michigan University, and their new system um, uh, for students on campus. This is particularly troubling, I would say, because it's it's an updated mask policy and badging system they call the Daily Health Survey. So they go through talking about uh, what you'll have to do they're still going to require masks for people who aren't vaccinated, who haven't gotten the Fauci, Ouchie, the jab, the poke, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and and uh, on top of that, you have some sort of app that you will, will tell you whether or not you can come to a campus wearing a mask or not. These private institutions or even private businesses that are adapting now in some ways their own sort of system of way of handling this 
this is the next step because of the confusion. And so sort of like in a, in a vacuum, we're having now to deal with this. What do you, what is the effectiveness of something like this in a, in a, in, in a school and in, in how do people, you know, I don't want to say fight back because I don't, I, I, I've often seen you both talk about having conversations in a very open and welcoming way with people about whether or not these uh, these these ideas are, are are good and how people should go about maybe having those conversations, but Tammy, what do you make of this new system from Western Michigan University? Well, it's it's very concerning to me because the number one thing that that concerns me is that these schools, in particular, we have to remember that federal COVID dollars are tied to schools. So the last line here, the, the last stronghold that we're fighting against is the schools because of the federal COVID dollars that's tied to their compliance with COVID rules. So they don't want to not go along because they want that funding. So let's mm. just understand that's where some of this is coming from. But what's very concerning to me is that they are violating all kinds of laws, um, all kinds of rules like HIPAA, privacy laws, for First Amendment rights, Fourth Amendment rights, mm-hmm. by digging deep and starting to ask people to provide their protected health information. And like Kristen has said many times, I've, I've watched her um, on some of her own uh, lives and posts that, you know, vaccination status is protected health information. When you start asking somebody for that information, you make yourself now um, subject to HIPAA certification. HIPAA does not just apply to the healthcare industry. Anytime you are asking for, you are housing, um, you are maintaining medical information, protected health information, you must be HIPAA certified. Hmm. Are all of these schools and all of these businesses that are just taking it upon themselves to ask and to dig for this you know, private health information about people, are they HIPAA certified? Do we know that they're properly protecting your health information? Hmm. It's none of their business. I, to be, to be honest with you, I even had a hard time when I would go into a store um, you know, a salon, whatever, and they would want to point a temperature gun at my head and take my temperature. I would just tell them, my temperature is none of your business. It's really none of your business to, to know what's going on inside my body. They can't, they can't start asking you personal private health information. Um, you know, what's your sexual orientation? Um, do you have AIDS? All these things. They can't start asking you things like mm-hmm. this. Um, we, this would never be allowed in any other setting. So why now are we just rolling over and allowing them to do this? We should never allow them with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And understand that the schools are going to be our last stronghold because of dollars, but we should never allow them to start asking us and just give up this privacy information um, just, you know, because they, they feel like they need to go along with something that they don't need to go along with. We know uh, schools specifically, there are folks... Uh, <laughs> all over the country that are speaking out now at these school board meetings specifically um you know stand up michigan is organizing by county now they've got folks not just here in michigan but they've got them all over the country uh just speaking out we saw a big uh, big issue in virginia last night in loudon county i think it is uh, there is a stand up chapter there 
folks are making noise because they're they're not going to allow the uh, school board and the schools to continue to uh, to do some of these things that the, we've seen the issues with the mass with with kids CRT things like that or DEI the new the, it's it's hard keeping up but it's basically the divisive uh, racist ideology that they're they're trying to uh, indoctrinate the kids with last night in Virginia at this school board meeting uh, they decided to shut the school board meeting down. Uh, because they were tired of hearing the comments from uh, from the public. There were so many people there to comment on this. Now uh, it, it turns out that they have uh, they've arrested they arrested some of the parents there last night because the the uh, police there I guess declared it an unlawful assembly. Uh, it's just wild to me to see some of the things that are happening, and, and I think this puts law enforcement in an awkward position, in an awkward situation too. Uh, so I do believe that we have m- must t- continue to stand strong in a lot of these things, but there is a, I think a, 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 a way to do this. But know that when you do fight, I guess, hey, it, it's working. At the end of the day, it is working. What do you recommend to the parents when they go to their school board? Or be in, be involved and obviously a- be active and participate. But what do you recommend that they do and they say when they go to these meetings to specifically talk about? this subject when it comes to masking and some of these other issues, because the fight's not over. I mean, the, the school year, it's here before we know it. We're going to be right back at square one. So um, I've gone to several school board meetings and had my issues at a couple. I think what's important is you have to look at where we're at now. And here in our state right now, there's no rule that is making any child in school don a mask. And in the state, we still hold three exemptions for vaccinations. What we do now, since we're actually free from the mask, you have to go back and demand where, what data are you using? What health risk assessment did you conduct? What, show me that masks work. Mm. Also, show me that these vaccines are safe and effective. Because this isn't a a vaccine debate. I'm an ex-vaxxer, but I've studied these. And I used to vaccinate, but the point is, is that we, what this recent jab has done and the WHO came out and said that children shouldn't even have this. There's answered questions. There's so many stories of blood clots, cycle issues. My point is we need CD, to demand. The CDC, the CDC has yeah. an emergency meeting. Uh, they're meeting uh, today, I think, in fact, on the issue with myocarditis, the inflammation in the heart with the, with the young men, young boys. Um, it, it, so it, these these are actual official news stories. These are concerns so that I think any parent is, should have. What I, I don't mean to ramble, but the thing is that we need to address is, okay, you're saying we need this or this, or you have to do this if you don't do this. Show me what you're saying is safe and effective. They can't get past that, and that's what we need to demand. We can scream our rights all I want, but I'm a root cause person. So show me that this is safe and effective. Show me that if I wear this, it's gonna protect people. Show me I'm an imminent and direct threat. We need to demand answers for our children Mm -hmm. and not on a blanket issue, individual. Mm -hmm. Show me that my child is a harm to yours. Uh, Great questions. Uh, Tammy, do you have any uh, thoughts about when parents go to these school board meetings, what they should say, how they should uh, speak out on these issues? Yes, so what we saw in Virginia is a perfect example of exactly what parents should be doing. Now, I've been saying this and I'm leading the charge on this for a year now, that we are our children's only source of protection in this world. God gave children parents for a reason. 
when it comes to schools pushing something that is known to be, you know, very, it's beyond questionable at this point, it's known to be dangerous and cause harm. Um, for one thing, we have to remember uh, that none of this has been tested. We've never been here before. Mm. No mRNA vaccine has ever, ever passed animal trials because when they tested the animals, the animals have all died. So they skipped the animal trials in this case and went right to human trials. This is very unethical. They know this. So our kids, all of us, we're the guinea pigs, right? That's why it's not FDA approved. That's why it's not on the schedule of vaccines for the Department of Defense. They're not requiring military personnel to get this. It is not on the regular schedule of vaccines for that very reason. So you have to demand as a parent that the school show you, like Kristen said, the data that they're relying on that this particular jab is safe for your child. And if they cannot provide it, then they cannot demand it. It's actually illegal to require somebody to get a jab uh, that is not FDA approved. It was approved for emergency use only that is not approval. Um, so there's a lot that parents need to be demanding. But what I loved about what we saw in Virginia and what we're seeing right here, even in West Michigan, are these parents are really taking over. They're going into those school boards. They're not taking no for an answer. That's exactly what needs to happen because you have to remember um, when the government fears the people, there's liberty. But when the people fear the government, there's tyranny. So we have to, I've been saying, we've got to put the fear of the people back into these elected officials. They are sitting in our seat. They're supposed to represent us. So when they go rogue and they refuse to listen to the very parents that voted them in, and, and remember, they're sitting in our seat. They're supposed to be representing us. So why are you not listening to us? Why are you not representing us? We have to reach critical mass. There has to be a tipping point where there's more of us in those meetings and demanding that they listen to us than not. So even though it is contentious, it's there's that whole conversation, that whole meeting has got an element of conflict to it, but that's exactly what needs to happen. Even these parents getting arrested. Now I'm not, I did not watch the footage. We were talking about that earlier. So yeah. I don't know. There may have been some that acted inappropriately or violently or whatever unruly. But my point is just like I told Marlena, we, we, we all know and love Marlena here in West Michigan. The best thing that you could do would be to go to jail make a point, mm. stand up and make a point because this is not going to change until we, the people take it back. And the only way we can take it back is by reaching critical mass, flooding those meetings and demanding. Now, I know for a fact that what has happened around Kent County, um, these school boards, uh, the, the different school boards in, in Kent County have gone to the health department and said, we are getting so much pressure. And so I worked with an attorney who also um, is a, was a public policy attorney, she went to Kent County Health Department and said, show me, just like Kristen said, show me your public policy, your written public policy on masking children. Because if they do not have a written public policy on that, they cannot enforce it. Well, they couldn't provide it because of course there is none. So within four hours of that demand, the Kent County Health Department had sent that email that I was talking about earlier to the Kent ISD, the schools in Kent County saying, Masks are not required. It's just a recommendation. Wow. And that legalese is important. So this is how we, the people, take it back. And I know that it's uncomfortable. I know that it's not necessarily fun and we're angry about this, but this is exactly what we need to do. And in addition, we need to recall those school board members and we need to replace them with us, with good citizens, good parents that truly care about the safety and the well-being, the health of our children. Lots of questions, I'm sure, for folks as we continue these conversations. Um, unfortunately, I'm pressed for time today, and I'm going to have to cut this short. I'm going to have you guys back on at some point. Again, we can continue these conversations, but 
Businesses, schools, the conversation will continue. What can people say or should they say? As you mentioned in schools, some different things. What about businesses? Uh, some of the issues I've seen is people talking about going back to work and, and, and uh, we're having a hard time getting people to get back and go back to work. Uh, one of the issues is that people saying they don't want to wear or cannot wear a mask when they, when they work. So uh, what can people say or do when it comes to their employer? Uh, we know Myosha has dropped most of these issues, um, the mandates anyway. Uh, what, what, are, what are those folks maybe uh, able to say and do? The first thing I would say is we need to remember and you need to alert all businesses that state OSHA and federal OSHA have no jurisdiction over people. So sadly, while some businesses are going above and beyond and still requiring these masks, I know it's easier said than done, but you need to go ahead and fight back and ask them again, just what we said about schools. Where's the data that you're doing this? And I agree with you. I think I do think part of the unemployment issue incentive keeps people home. But I think that's a bigger issue. Justin, you made a great point is that people don't want to go back and have to wear these things. It's summer and they don't want to have to be forced to get this jab either. So what they need to do is understand how to differentiate their rights. Employers have rights to a safe and healthful work environment. There's nothing healthy about being forced to wear a non-NIOSH rated mask without knowing your medical history for prolonged use, not learning about storage limitation, change out anything. It's unsafe. So you're already having your OSHA rights violated because you're not being given a safe and healthful work environment. The second is if you're a customer, a patron, or or patient, remember the only um, types of businesses right now that can require their employees to mask up are healthcare facilities which I still find strange anyway, because healthcare facilities have people like myself and Tammy in there that will put together respiratory protection programs and infectious disease committees to mitigate these hazards. So we would never implement masks anyway. People would be in respiratory protection or have capture ventilation, things like that. Mm -hmm. So you have to flex your rights. But I think I had this issue yesterday. Um, It's a long story. I won't get into it, but I had a regular place I'd gone to for physical therapy and um, I walked in there yesterday and their patients were still in masks, even though they gave me an exemption. And I said, I was very respectful. That's the key. Be respectful because a lot of these things these businesses are doing is based off the confusion. So I actually said, I'm not coming to this appointment. I'm so sorry. I cannot, I'm voting with my dollars. I cannot patronize any business that's still requiring masks. And they're like, but you have an exemption. I said, yes, but I'm standing up for these people. Yeah. And I was really respectful, but guess what? The physical therapy reached out to me and they're planning to drop these on Thursday. So just be kind, be the change you wish to see. Listen, I'm mad as hell. Don't get it twisted. But nobody wants to listen to you when you're screaming and shouting and being that Karen or Kevin. So just vote with your dollars because I think that in the next three months, that is what's really going to get these businesses to say, okay, wow, our profits have majorly gone up. Our revenue's up. We're not doing this anymore. And guess what? We didn't die. Joey says he's having an issue with an employer that fired him over the uh, vaccine. Unfortunately, employers can fire us for any reason here in the state of Michigan. But at the end of the day, uh, how, how, do, how do you fight this type of thing in, in the workplace as well? Uh, any, any, uh, any encouraging words to, to when you're talking or dealing with an employer? Yeah, so you need to lawyer up. And I know that's very difficult. It's very difficult, but there are a lot of attorneys who are doing things pro bono right now. Uh, Jimmy Thomas in Grand Rapids um, has taken this fight on, and um, that's a really great place to start right there. 
Um, I don't know that he's going to do everything pro bono, but he is doing a lot. He does provide a lot of free legal advice. Um, and that's where we're going to have to have some court cases to set precedence because we've never been here before. We've never, even the healthcare systems that have tried to mandate flu vaccines, um, hospital systems on nurses, nurses have fought that and have won because it is uh, illegal to force um, you know, a jab on somebody who has a religious um, objection or maybe a medical intolerance to some of the ingredients, um, um, allergies, things like that. So it is going to take uh, lawsuits. You can go to America's Frontline Doctors. Kristen and I have worked with the, with the Frontline Doctors. You can go to America's Frontline Doctors website and they provide a lot of information. Peggy Hall, if you go to the Healthy American, Peggy Hall's uh, website provides a lot of information on the legal um, things that you can do. But I'm telling you, it's going to take some court cases uh, to set case precedents because we have not done that before, except a few nurses outside the uh, healthcare facilities. And I just want to add something small to that. So again, like Tammy said, it's easy to say, well, they can't do this or that. Well, you have to always have case precedents. But here's the thing, in my experience in working um, in different industries, primarily healthcare, is that if you are going to be forced to have any sort of jab, it has to be disclosed at, upon hire. So if you work somewhere, and I mean, it could be, I don't even know, like a wrench turning manufacturing facility, unless this was disclosed as a condition of employment, when you signed your employment offer letter or contract, who do these people think they are adding things on after the fact? I mean, you, it's, it, a contract is a contract. So if you're signing employment contracts, read read it and see if there's any language in there that's saying like upon some pandemic or some whatever, can I force you to do this? And I doubt it's in there. So my point is, unless this was disclosed upon hire, I definitely think you should definitely get legal representation. On a side note, Dale's American Frontline Doctors Legal Group, um, an extension of them is who's representing me for my Delta case. So they are legit. Lots of uh, great information here today, folks. Thank you so much for for uh, taking the time, Tammy and Kristen, to do this. I know it's always, you know, through the last 15 months, it's been very confusing for a lot of people. We've been back and forth in so many different ways. Need that clarity. And, of course, you guys always deliver when you come. So I appreciate you, you doing that. And, uh, uh, folks, stay tuned because we will continue to have these conversations uh, as the time goes on. It's, it's not over yet. Uh, we do have some really good news. There's a lot of great things happening, and we're moving in the right direction, but we'll continue to keep you updated. Thank you so much for being here today, ladies. We appreciate it. There it is, uh, the Kristen, Megan, and, of course, Tammy Clark and the After Show. These things just fly. We have, you know, it's it, it's like never enough time in the uh, in the 9 o'clock. But then in the After Show, it seems like we're, we're <laughs> time is just flying, too. It's crazy. I've got a meeting that I've got to jump to, some big things that are uh, happening. I can't wait to share more with you about this uh, shortly. There are some amazing things happening. Before I do, I'll just let you know this and make it very quick. The, sh the shirt is back. If you don't have the conspiracy shirt, I need new conspiracy theories. All of mine have come true. It's back. Uh, we, we only have a limited number. We had a limited number to begin with. Now uh, that they are actually, they're back. But, you know, uh, if you want to grab it, I would grab it now because we, we don't know how fast they're going to go. It's one of these things uh, <laughs> that it's just kind of flown. Uh, and we love seeing it because I, you know, when you wear this shirt out or you wear it to like uh, get or get together with friends, 
uh, you're able to have conversations that you may not have been able to have before because people are going to ask you about it. Grab your shirt now. I need new conspiracy theories. All mine have come true. It's kind of fun. It's tongue-in-cheek. We sold a ton of them already, but we'd love to get one in your hands too. You can click the link in the website and grab it now. And, of course, you help support the show. Uh, the, the after show, obviously, I do this for free. But I love it, and I love to be here with you every day. So it is just a way, a quick way to maybe do something fun, have something that you can wear and share with other people, but also a way that uh, that you can support the uh, the program. All right. Hey, good luck to you, Joey. Keep posted. Let us know what's happening. We appreciate you all. And, of course, look forward to another day with you back again tomorrow. So it's going to be Thursday. You believe already going to be Thursday? Tomorrow we'll kick things off live on the radio, God willing, at 9.06. Stick with us. If you haven't already got it, sign up for the good news letter. You can go to justinbarclay.com slash good news. That's justinbarclay.com slash good news. And make sure you stay in touch and stay on top of everything that's happening in the world. Getting around big tech. We appreciate you doing that with us. All right. Back tomorrow morning. Until then, God bless. Make it a great day. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.